people really don't appreciate the difference between a million and a billion. A million in seconds? Well, if you count to it, that will give you around 11 days. One, two, three. 11 days to count all the way to a million. That's no breaks. To count to a billion, if you're just counting the seconds that go by, it will take 32 years. 32 years. Looking for my analytics, I know a lot of people who listen to this podcast aren't even 32 years old. That's how insane a billion is. It's a ridiculous amount of money. And when we look at investing and how to make money investing and investing stocks, I think it's a phenomenal way to actually get your wealth and have it appreciate over time. But when you do the math, investing can make the average person a millionaire by the time they retire. Literally, if you're making 60, 70, 80 grand a year, you're investing your money in the S&P 500, you will be a millionaire by the time you retire. That's just what the math works out to. As long as you budget and you're not crazy and you have a decent um, decent sense of finance, literally, that 8% a year will turn your wealth into a million dollars by the time you're 60, basically. However, to make a billion dollars... You got only a couple options. You got to either start your own business or invest early in someone else's. And realistically, to turn a million dollars to a billion dollars, there's really not that much places you can go. You see, it's easy investing and easy making money when you have a smaller amount of money. When you have a hundred grand, 500 grand, a million dollars, it's great investing. But as you start to get to $10 million, and especially $100 million, I mean, the type of investments you have to make are more complex and more complex. You can't just go out there and buy a bunch of NOI, N-O, <laughs> I can't even speak, NIO stocks. You can't do it. You can't just go out there and buy a bunch of Dropbox. You just can't do it. You think Nordstrom's going great? can't just go out there and buy a bunch of their stocks. You can't do it when you have $100 million. Why? Because when you're putting in those massive orders, sometimes brokers won't execute on all of it. Sometimes the broker will section it off into days. Sometimes it'll be front run by algorithmic hyper trading. Sometimes um, you'll need to use multiple brokers to put in that order. Sometimes your execution will be sloppy. You have these huge spreads. I mean, there's so much different reasons. And if you're buying small cap with $100 million or a mid cap even, that amount of money won't be allowed because you're buying too much of the company at that point, right? You can't own so much of the company being that small of an investor. It's really quite the predicament to oh, I have $100 million or $10 million to your name. However, what if I could tell you an investment that you could make? If you have $20 million right now, which I know a lot of you do because this is an investor podcast. Like We only have the most premium investors listening to this podcast. So if you have an extra $20 million on the side, I think this investment is the most fire 
sure, fireproof, lock and key, best way for you to turn your $20 million into $20 billion in 10 to 15 years. Hi, my name is Fly Sue. This is an Uneducated Investor Podcast, and you're listening to me. Uh, feel free to hit that subscribe button because, of course, this is the podcast where we get better investing together. I don't know why that intro was so sloppy, but if you like to listen to the fastest growing investing podcast, and you like to connect your investing to pop culture, you like a little silly, you're tired of the super serious finance talk, hit that subscribe button, leave a five-star review on iTunes because that's how we grow, and make sure you download those past five episodes on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. The WNBA is the most undervalued business investment any investor can make right now. And I know what you're saying. The WNBA hasn't had a a profitable season in like years. They literally just burn money and they're basically subsidized by the NBA. I mean, they have $60 million of revenue, but it's projected that they make zero profits every year. Essentially, it's a fail if you're gonna put it that way. And realistically, a lot of women's sports has kind of been like that, for the exception of tennis and golf, which have been around since the dinosaurs, basically. Um, a lot of women's sports hasn't necessarily had the cult following that the men's sports have. However, I'm going to let you know in a secret. It's not because it's just the woman version. It's because poor management and strategic decisions. That's really, really comes down to. They just have not been making the best decisions to really maximize the earning potential. And if Fly Stewie, your humble pilot, was the actual CEO of the company or COO, just put me on the leadership team directing the operations I would know exactly how to turn it, the WNBA, into a billion dollar franchise. I mean, for love of God, 60 million revenues they generated. The NBA generates like 7 billion to 10 billion in revenues a year. I mean, how is that possible? <coughs> so I'm going to give you four reasons on why the WNBA is the most undervalued investment. And you tell me. If I'm wrong or right, on Twitter at Twitter is at Flystewie. So the number one reason that the WNBA is the most undervalued investment and why 10 to 20 million could turn into 20 billion in 10 years is easy. It's the brand. The WNBA, although people trash it, it has an incredibly strong brand. I would argue, and I would propose to you, that every single U.S. watcher of the NBA knows that the WNBA exists, and not only know that, but they know the name WNBA. They know exactly what it is. It's the Women's Basketball League, right? This is an insane advantage, and I don't think we are giving enough respect to how powerful Brandt is. We saw the Marvel Comics nearly die and go bankrupt. Disney bought them and they can't stop printing the billions ever since. 
This is a formula that will play out forever. Nostalgia sells, a brand sells. And when companies understand that the WNBA, massive amount of basketball fans know exactly what it is, all that tells me is with a brand that strong, you just need to present a better product and customers will buy. Number two, the WNBA needs to use all of its weaknesses to its advantage. The biggest problem with the WNBA right now is that they try to treat it like it's the NBA. They try to treat it like it's literally the NBA, but just women are in it. And that is the worst approach to take. Treat it like it's a different sport that they're playing. That is the way to grow this league. The problem, the reason why no one watches the WNBA is because there's no storylines. There's no reason to watch them. But if Jake Paul versus Nate Robinson showed us anything, amateur sports or lower quality I won't say low quality, lower skill level professional sports are in high demand and people will watch if their storyline, LaMelo Ball versus Zion Williamson, people flocked that one is on Facebook because of storyline. So for number two, what weaknesses can the WNBA use as its advantage? Well, the first part is there is 12 people, sorry, 12 teams in the WNBA. Now, what is the advantage of only having 12 teams? I'll let you know. It is the perfect amount for tournaments. Instead of trying to buy and lease out these large arenas for the WNBA's almost fans that they might get, put them in these mid-sized arenas and have them run tournaments they can do a a touring franchise like the wwe or touring league like the three-on-three basketball team but tournaments is a proven model that the ncaa has already perfected it's it's really so proven no one cares about college basketball except for college goers except when march madness comes on it shuts down everything and with tournaments you can get that hype at the tournaments and with 36 games i mean a tournament only needs to be four games long or seven or eight games long if you want to do some round round robin type of stuff you can fit two tournaments easily within the wnba season now with tournaments it gives you an additional advantage each tournament can have different rules And these rules will bring on storylines, which gets viewers to be interested in watching. Don't believe me? I think I can gauge your interest. So how about this? The first tournament they run can be a tournament where there's experiments with new rules. One rule can be, let's have 9.5 rooms for this whole tournament. Or we can have a closer three-point line or we can have a smaller court we can do all these things in tournaments that put these players in unique challenges to see which team will do better under these circumstances 
<clears throat> the next, take advantage of the lower skill level in the WNBA compared to the NBA. Now, some of you are saying, how is the WNBA players having a low skill level and advantage? Let me introduce you back to that tournament model. It is very easy for them to have literally influencers play in these WNBA games. You could have your own influencer tournament. What do I mean by that? Think about the basketball influencers that come to your mind, whether it's BDOT, Flight, Max is Nice, all of these people. You can literally put them and every team, every one of those 12 teams can have an influencer spot. And you can put one of those influencers on a team. Or you can make it only female influencers if you want. Someone like Jem Woof, you can have them on an influencer team. But literally, having an influencer spot, because it's the WNBA, those influencers will be maybe just about, but most likely lower than the skill level of the WNBA players, and they'll bring their fan bases to literally watch the games. Let's see how Max is nice compares to these other females. Will he score 20 points a game? Will he be able to score? Will he be able to do anything? It will be, again, a nice little um, storyline and reason for people to watch. Are you seeing the vision? And another thing is, okay, everyone says that women just aren't as interesting to watch as men. Well, I'm sorry. Why don't you use the fact that it's a woman's league as your advantage? Look in areas of life where women are absolutely dominating. You don't have to look anywhere closer than the influencer game. I mean, from the Kardashians to literally Charlie D'Amelio. Influencers are literally selling products everywhere. And the biggest influencers are girls. That's what it's going to be. Just imagine in one of these tournaments before the final game, you just had like a nice shooting contest. You know those shooting contests, layup, free throw, three-point line, half-court shot, then three-point line, free throw shot layup you have one of those contests between charlie d'amelio and addison ray or kylie jenner and beyonce or you get the point influencers will bring people to games give influencer paycheck to participate in this or you make it to donate to the charity of their choice whatever you want them to do whatever gets them to there and that will bring in people to watch or you could have a tournament where literally every team has an NBA slot. Now, I know NBA players are a bit more expensive, but again, that's why you literally have it for charity or the league's already subsidized by the NBA. So you just get the NBA to pay those checks for you. This is how you bring people to the game. Could you imagine literally Devin Booker on one side and Donovan Mitchell on the other or LeBron on one side or Giannis on the other and it's a WNBA league? I mean, all those memes were like, they say LeBron would score 100 points if he played. Well, okay, let's see it. Let's see him score 100. 
That's how you bring people to watch the game. Just because it's the WNBA doesn't mean it has to be all girls playing basketball. And just because the NBA doesn't have these sort of modified rule environments doesn't mean the WNBA can't. So let's talk numbers. Again, the WNBA did $60 million in revenue. And they did no profits. Now it costs around $10 million for an expansion team. So realistically, if you're someone... The WNBA probably wants to get to around 16 teams, right? If you're someone, you can either come in by an existing team that's probably doing terrible, or you buy an expansion team for $10 million, And then part of your buying and negotiating is you want at least some access to the person who's operating the company. Now, I'm not just talking about the CEO, you know, the Deloitte executive that's in there running the company, like the strict firm accounting firm. I'm just talking about having an ear to the COO, being able to propose these changes and actually having a legit attempt or a legit good faith to actually implement some changes. Because the old model of running the WNBA with no major changes every year literally makes no sense. I mean, what business does that? If the WNBA was trying to actually make money, they would never operate like this at all. Instead, give the WNBA its own flavor, its own reason to watch, the own reason why it's more intriguing than March Madness, why it's more exciting than the NBA. You give it different criterias to make people say, wow, this is a different league than the NBA, and this is why I want to watch. I think women's sports is being craved for. The same way that you could predict this wave of female rappers because there was such an empty space for so long. And then all of a sudden you have the Meg the Stallion coming in and she's selling 100K in her first week. You have all of these female rappers following Frank the Stallion from City Girls to Sweetie. I think it's very obvious that now we're starved for female sports. And all of a sudden you see all these female esports players like Pokemon come up and all these other people behind her. Just imagine seeing them in these influencer games. And now you're seeing the vision. And as always, the best, most brightest investors are the uneducated ones. That's because the uneducated investor, they never stop learning. Do you agree? Do you think the WNBA is the best kept secret? Do you think it's the easiest 20 mil to 20 bill opportunity that you see? If you don't, let me know which ones are better. And as always, I'm on Fly Stewie. It's at Fly Stewie on Twitter. And we have to take off, Flight Crew.